Hi there, Spellorians. Abdul here with a special pre-show announcement to let all of our Monarch-level patrons know that we are currently shipping out your Christmas merch drop, which this year is a beautifully crafted dice advent calendar that's a collaboration between our very own Jessica Tai and the amazing people over at Fantasy by Numbers. Just like last year's advent calendar, this one has another dungeon-crawly type design, but... This year, the Dungeon Crawl features the cool treat kids from our bonus show, and it tries to solve the mystery of who stole Clover's diary. If you're not a monarch and you'd also like an advent calendar, then you're in luck. We will be releasing this new advent calendar in our merch store this Thursday, November 23rd, after all the monarch ones have shipped out. And if you can't wait, then you can head to our store right now and snag one of the advent calendars with last year's design on it which is a Spelt Lore-themed dungeon crawl. Also there, you'll find all the other amazing Spelt Lore merch designed by the incredibly talented people over at Fantasy by Numbers. You can find all of that at www.speltlore.com slash merch or fantasybynumbers.ca slash speltlore. Links for those will be in the show notes. And now, on to the episode. Gather round, friends, let me tell you a tale of three heroes, noble and bold. A brute, a druid, and a thief who is but nine years old. You know them by name, you know them by deed, their quests are famously daring. So here I sit, singing to you an adventure that is worth sharing. Tuck is the brute, he knows not his home, he loves to sing and fight. Fingers half-elf, he shifts his shape and wields a spear with great pride. Billy's a thief, his tiny size does mask the largest heart. Best and brightest they may not be, but their friendship outweighs their smarts. So gather round, friends, and listen close, for the tale's about to start. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Spout Lore. I'm your game master, Sean O'Hara. Joining me is always playing Tacoma Dome, the Barbarian, Abdul Aziz. Hello, everybody. Playing Ving, the half-elf druid, Paul Oppers. Hi, everyone. And playing Fat Billy, the halfling thief, Jessica Ty. Hello, everyone. <laughs> when last we left our heroes, they had engaged in an extreme study session and came out of that study session aggressively in the room of Elman, junior gardener at the cloister of the heart tree in Heartwood City. And he aided the party in their infiltration of the garden to learn more about the sickness at the heart of the wood. They attended the morning salutations of the gardeners, uh, observing an ancient ritual in which they all acted like fucking buffoons <laughs> and still somehow made it through. We were briefly attempting to interrogate first gardener Malgath Mm -hmm. about the fate of Ileana uh, to which she refused to speak Mm -hmm. and also warned you against doing the same. Mm -hmm. We went to the conery, a room in which all of the cones from the heart tree of knowledge are kept investigating a record of gardener's past, finding that Ileana was not only not included on the list of first gardeners, because Malgath would have been alive at that point, so she was likely still first gardener. But realizing through the connection of dots that it is very likely that the court had no problem with Ileana being a wizard, mm-hmm. at least at first, mm-hmm. uh, lending more credence to the political nature of her death. Mm-hmm. We used Eye of the Tiger to see first gardener Malgath speaking with some uh, representatives of the Sun Peaks that we had spied on our wander through the cloister at first. Oh, including a sinister elf who looked very dangerous Mm -hmm. that is supposedly an agent, quote unquote, of the Sun Peaks and their determination to capture infiltrators that you assumed probably rightfully so to be yourselves. Would be funny if it was just a completely (laughs) coincidentally different. It's like Fenton and Franklin and Clover. Yeah, exactly. Guys who were breaking in and McCall. Oh, the Vance gang. (laughs) (laughs) They're back. We tricked and trapped and snuck our way through the cloister to the garden itself, mm-hmm. avoiding the uh, sinister-looking elf, uh, Tom Hiddleston style. 
Um, There's a lot of us walking casually. Yeah. Casually in quotes. Yeah. (laughs) Pretending, putting on hats and grabbing trowels and being like, we're going outside. We love beans. (laughs) Can't get enough of these beans. (laughs) The thing was sliding his feet along the floor and saying, casual, 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 casual. Which is the most casual way you can walk in elf society. So Mm -hmm. it worked perfectly. Uh, In the garden itself, we snuck around, saw some plants, uh, (laughs) figured out that there were some other people in the garden, including. Nesh, mm-hmm. the undercover ranger from Nathaniel's Talon, whom we are not completely sure if we can trust or not. Mm-hmm. The party made their way to the far side of the tree, Billy stopping them and explaining that they need to make some sort of offering to be welcomed to the tree. Mm-hmm. And here's where things started going pretty bad. They were going bad before this. They were going pretty <laughs> bad before, but this was like a lot of failures all in a row. Yeah. Ving uh, attempted to commune with the plants of the garden and attempt to offer some water from the well in Hibernia. That failed. The plant saying that there was no hope of getting the sickness out of this place. Tuck uh, attempted to tune into a sort of discomfort he'd been feeling upon entrance to the garden, which did not go well. No. Uh, he smashed uh, an obsidian coin to offer to Larry, Terry, and Chad to implore their aid. And all of this coalesced into some sort of awakening and awareness within the tree and the earth opening up beneath the party to swallow them whole yeah and as they fell they heard a cough and a fart <laughs> and that is where we find our that is where we find our friends now falling farting <laughs> hearing Coughing, <laughs> loving, living, laughing, farting, and loving, <laughs> and farting. <laughs> uh, what do we have? Do I have? I don't have any weapons. What, I didn't. I haven't described what my gardening tools are. Yeah, I mean, like, I think you guys all discussed that you had your weapons on you when you got here, so you've oh, been okay. disguised. I think you can safely say, like, Tuck has TLC disguised as a trowel. I have a bow. I'm going to shoot an arrow up into the mouth of the hole and try and uh, uh, secure a rope. Okay. Uh, yep. That's a lot of gear that you have. So are you, you're falling and you're taking a rope and you're wrapping it around an arrow and then you're loading your bow. Don't be an asshole. Sean. <laughs> I just want to make sure. <laughs> Don't force me to justify this <laughs> thing. That okay. I'm I'll doing. stick a rake in the dirt. I, <laughs> yeah. I have a rake. You I'm going to try and slam a rake in the side and, and clutch it and grab on a tuck. Sounds great. This is going to be strength, I guess. 2d6 plus strength. Nice. I got 12 that's insane so you slam the rake into the mouth of the hole and like the handle kind of jams into the other side creating like a cross beam of sorts and you're just grabbing on and i wanted to reach out for tuck and billy okay so you reach out and you grip your friends now you're hanging over the mouth of this hole okay swing over to the side can we like latch on the side i assume there's roots and stuff yeah there's lots of roots and dirt and debris hanging down like it looks like an underground cavern it is an underground yeah it absolutely is can we see the bottom of it you can't see the bottom but like the light filters down telling you that there is more hole can i make a willow the wisp and send it down so the wicker the wisp appears there she goes yeah so the bell you hear the bell ring that is her like little fairy meow Mm -hmm. as she hops down oh down all the roots yeah boing 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 down to the bottom and the hole is not massive i think there's maybe like 20 more feet is there a hole above us or does it close over it closes over <gasps> it does the roots and the earth mostly the roots you can see the roots like raising up and sort of knitting the earth back together above you so it gets dark it gets very dark but the wicker the wisp is casting quite a bit of light and it pats down about 20 30 feet below you um hello 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 hello. climb down (laughs) it's like please climb down (laughs) right everybody's just been hanging oh right (laughs) being grabbed me by the ankle and i've kind of just been hanging there (laughs) he's like (laughs) (laughs) having fun with yago billy let's go and i basically like just bounce off the roots (laughs) a nice try roll 2d6 plus dexterity Okay, You're try, falling like 30 Try feet. to bounce down the roots. Uh, six. <laughs> so with the dexterity? Yeah, that's yeah. unfortunate. Oh, shit. Um, that's okay. You can roll a D8. Six. Oh, Holy my God. God Billy oh, my God. Wow. So much dip. Oh, Watch out. There's gosh. one rock down here. <laughs> yeah, Billy lands on the yeah. one rock. <laughs> how many How many HP do you have? I have 15. Oh, so you took six? No, no, no. Sorry. I had 21 full. <laughs> oh, okay. And I, now I have... 
15. And then Tuck looks up at Vig and he was like, why did you tell him to climb down? He's a little boy. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're 20 feet up, it dude. It was an instinct. I'm so I, sorry. I, Please I look, climb down. I look up and there's like a big cut across my forehead with a ton of blood coming down. I'm like, I'm fine. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. Vig lets go of the rake and falls. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You guys are just falling. Yeah. Uh, so how are you trying to uh, not hurt yourself? Um, light as a feather. Okay. Yeah. On the roots. Great. Down. So 2d6 plus dexterity, I believe, for light as a feather. Oh, I got eight. Okay, great. Oh. So on to seven to nine. Something goes wrong. GM tells you what? He lands on Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Billy takes six more damage. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Um, I wonder if your rake, a.k.a. your spear, is stuck. In the roots. Oh. Like in the ground above, because you oh. said you let go of it. Yeah, I did yeah. say that. So your, root, your, your, your rake, which was your spear, but disguised, is stuck in the mouth of this hole. Oh, my God. Tuck. How are you dealing with this? I'm just like trying to avoid Billy and I'm going to just take the fall to Bill- avoid Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Smart. So unbowed, unbent, unbroken, I guess. Yes. Uh, okay. So when you prepare yourself to endure some hardship without fighting back, roll plus constitution. On a hit, you take half damage. Okay. 10. Sorry, what's a 10 plus? 10 plus, take half damage. So yeah, D8. There we go. Eight. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> So half damage is four, four. and then I have minus your armor. armor. Yeah, yeah it was so just, just one. one. That's wow. unbelievable. I just t- only took one damage yeah. on an eight roll. So you straight up hit the ground like a fucking meteor, just like boom, <laughs> and then you're like, oh, oh man. <laughs> yeah, and then I get up. I'm like, I'd like to see Tom Hiddleston fucking fall like that and be fine about it. <laughs> um, can I use a poultice against Billy? Billy's trapped in a tree root, so he can't go anywhere. <laughs> he can't get away from yeah. the goo. <laughs> I mean, unless Billy really doesn't want the goo. No, it's fine. He's trapped, so. Yeah. Also, this is just smart, given that we're, like, going into, like, such a fucked up situation. Like, we could just get beaten the shit out of. Yeah. <sighs> uh, heal them of seven damage. Great. Yeah. Whoa, oh, shit. thank you. You're welcome. So now your little cut on your forehead is, like, smushed closed and pasted closed with, like, a goo. I, so I painted the goo in the shape of a little kitty cat. And he keeps... <laughs> it's it's like, like, being feeling really guilty. It's yeah. like face drop. paint. Like, it's like little cat face yeah. paint Even though Billy. Billy is the one who let go. Yeah. So Billy's touching it and, like, licking it. I'm like, mm. <laughs> Could, Yeah, that'll just keep healing you. You just keep doing that. Herbs and spices. <laughs> mm, uh, tastes like KFC. So you find yourself deep beneath the earth in a cavern. The light of the Bill of the Wisp is illuminating the cavern around you. It's not a terribly large cave mouth, and it seems like, at least at first glance, it is sort of a natural result of the roots and the earth and the movement of tectonic plates over time Mm -hmm. flowing water. So this seems like a natural formation, at least where you are. Does it look like it's well-traveled? No. Okay. Can I discern realities about it? Yes. 2d6 plus wisdom. I got five. Oh, man. Oh, oh no. no. So much experience. Okay. That's going to be level 22. <laughs> so, the doom is all encompassing. Oh, shit. Your vision is filled with, like, the crumbling, burning earth that you dream of. And you see your friends around you standing in the mouth of hell itself. And the, the coins in your chest, the shards that you have been harboring for these many months, mm-hmm. I was going to say burn, but it's not a burning. It's a deep, aching bone oh. chill. Okay. So you're going to take a debility to constitution. Oh, I like that there's like okay. dry ice almost like coming out and falling off oh, his chest. Oh, it's yeah. Like, you're like, off. Yeah. Oh, you guys can see that it's almost like my skin is freezing. Yeah. Like there is like a cold rolling off of me just like there was off the tree. Oh, my God. And Tuck doesn't usually get affected by the weather, but Tuck, you feel cold. Yeah. What do you do? I look like shit, I think. Uh huh. <laughs> like, Tuck is like sweating and like, f- like, he looks like he's got a fever, I think, because he's like bone cold and also like sick sweat and then also like depressed now. Oh no. And he's seeing things. Yeah. What's going on with your chest? Are you doing okay? Uh, yeah. Tuck is, uh, yeah. Tuck lets you guys know because this, he knows he's a liability now. I think in most situations he would just like push through whatever till the end of what we're doing. But like 
he's I think he's aware that what he's seeing isn't real mm-hmm. and that he can't really perceive his surroundings very well. Mm. So he's like, I'm pretty fucked up right now. Mm-hmm. I can't see. And I think the coin of my chest is mad at me. I have that obsidian knife with the brass handle. Hmm. Like, can we try like getting them out? out of me? Yeah. Whoa. Can we try some like surgery yeah. right now? Interesting. Uh, How deep are they? They're surface level. They're, Not surface level, but you can like see right them. There. They're embedded. Yeah. It'd be messy. It would be messy. It's going to be a messy But you've thing. done worse to I yourself. I have three, yeah. <laughs> three poultice left and half a bottle of wine wood wine. I also have, um, I don't know if it would do anything, golden root. What does golden root do? Golden again? root makes people friendly. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Give that me would... some of that golden root. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have. I have uh, oil of agate. Oh, wait, I have ghost root. Oh. Yeah. Isn't there something ghost oh, root? Ghost, ghost root be- interrupts iconic influence <gasps> yes yes oh i, have I also have a teapot give me everything make- everybody just give me all your pills and drugs and i'm gonna take them now yeah. and then you guys cut this shit out of my chat so you have a tea you have a teapot i That's have almost a- teapot what wow. is it what is that some dude? ghost root tea what did he say the teapot does i think he just, think he just gave, gave you it. a teapot yeah what a useless fucking gift <laughs> I mean, you also never used it, so it's hard to say if there's a... That's because it's so useless. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, the ghost route is a very interesting idea. Should we... T- Tuck is like, should we do the surgery here? Should we open up the fanny pack and try and use... Oh, I forgot oh you've had the fanny pack this whole time. Oh yeah. My God. It's like... On the one hand, this is a dirty tunnel with absolutely no <laughs> surgery equipment. And on the other hand, if we go to the fanny pack, we'd have to talk to Perel. <laughs> <laughs> and he's saying this to you guys, but looking in a different direction because yeah. he fully can't see now. Uh-huh. Interesting. Bing, I mean, what do we do? Can we discern reality? Should we discern reality? Does it feel like a moment that we can take a pause or is it something that... Oh. This has come over you suddenly. We need to do this now. I'll just, I'll just lay out how I'm thinking about it. One thing that we know is you guys are alone and you've been hiding the fanny pack. This is a fine place to hide it. You're completely alone. But do we think that the fanny pack is a safe place from iconic and demonic influence or that you are risking like, something? Like by exposing Exactly. Them? Like exposing Perel and Morris. Yeah. yeah. Like would you be would you be basically putting another target on yourself by opening this like magically oh, potent yeah. object here? Okay, no, we have to do it sans tent. And the well so the other thing is do you want to start cutting into Tuck's body here or would you do you think that it it would make more sense to the party in the moment to do this ghost root thing to just like huff a bunch of ghost root or whatever to protect yourself in the moment? And hope that you can take care of it later. Let's see. At least see what. Let's start with the ghost route. Sure. Let's troubleshoot this first yeah. aid. You know what I mean? Like yeah. let's, let's see if triage we, it. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Cool. Yeah. Do whatever. I feel like shit right now. So whatever you do, just do it fast. <laughs> so then how, tuck pukes. <laughs> oh my god. How? Yeah. How much ghost route do we think you have dose wise? I want. I want to say three. Three seems oh. reasonable. Okay, so one use is gone. Yeah, and Tuck is just eating it raw, but in a more controlled dose, because the problem was before that he ate a <laughs> bunch of it. I ate the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. What does ghost root taste like raw? Like ginger, like raw ginger. Yeah, so it's pretty intense. Yeah. <laughs> it's so spicy. Like raw cocaine. It yeah. tastes like raw cocaine. But it's kind of garlicky, too. You got that, like, bite of garlic. Yeah, it yeah. tastes like ginger and garlic together so oh, much. sounds so good. <laughs> it's really burning all of my sinuses. It's a problem. It sucks that it's like so dangerous to cook with because it's fucking tasty when yeah. you cook with oh, it. Oh, fun. Mm. So you swallow this raw ghost root. You feel the cold recede. Mm. The debility is still there, but you do not feel as quite an acute sense of dread okay. as you did above ground. Can I see now? You can see for sure. Yeah, your vision is not tumultuous, burning ruin anymore. Okay. You can see your friends, and you can see the dark, miserable cave that you find yourself in now. It basically puts you in the point that you still feel like shit, but it puts you in the place where you can barrel forward. Okay, Exactly, yeah. yeah. But if you were to stumble just a little bit, you think you'd see that vision again. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, Tuck steals himself, and he's like, all right, I'm good enough that I can keep going now. And hopefully there are no side effects to go through. 
Can I have the rest of the ghost root just in case stuff comes up and I just I ha- I can I can eat it. I yes. can just eat it straight away. I give Tuck my two doses of ghost root. Oh, I don't know if you should do that. <laughs> <laughs> this stuff's not addictive, right? <laughs> what do you do? Is there a wind coming? Is there a direction of the wind? Yeah, coming I th- from? I, I follow think, the cold wind exactly, and I think it's like the path that all of you can take. I mm-hmm. think there are small weird fissures all over the place, but the the largest path is ahead of you. Great, and it seems to be the one where the the wind is coming from. Okay. Bing pulls out one of his sunstone torches that he has oh, too. Cool. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. I give one to Tuck. I have two. I take it. Billy, do you want one of these? You got Willow Wisp. Oh, thank you. There you go. So, here's where the GM's burden has arrived we have previously determined that sunstone has an effect on iconic forces as well oh shit in oh, a good, what? oh wait but in isn't a good it way oh it's not the magic bullet that's not what i'm saying it's okay. not the golden gun yeah i'm just saying that within the light of these sunstone torches you feel a little safer oh, oh great cool because the darkness here is oppressive okay. and oppressive <laughs> not just in a dark sense but in like it is attempting to oppress you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you feel like a malevolence, an intelligence behind the darkness the further you go into the, the tunnels. It's like willfully walking along a spider web. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Spooky. Whatever lurks at the heart of this is aware of you. The hunger is driving us f- towards it. Yes. You feel, if you are outside of the light for a moment, you feel this like, whatever I want is right ahead. Uh-huh. And I just have to find it. TLC are low-key freaking out, too. Aww. Yeah, totally. Yeah. What are they saying? Uh, we're fine, man. We're fine. <laughs> we're fine, but please don't leave us behind, okay? <laughs> no, it's chill, dude. You know what? Just put us in the bag, maybe. We'll be, we'll be there when you need us, for sure, but oh my god. One of them is doing so many chin-ups, but like in a way that it's clear is not okay. <laughs> yeah. I was just a fucking rock like a year and a half ago, and that was so chill. I don't want to be a trowel. <laughs> the nature of rock is to chill, man. Yes. This is not the nature of rock. <laughs> chill. I don't want to be a fucking axe anymore. Remember when we didn't have names? <laughs> it was so nice. Remember when we weren't a we? <laughs> yeah, so you were just continuing down this tunnel i'm gonna have my bow at the ready yeah arrow notched and tlc are in axe form again you've, like, you've dismissed the illusion yeah i think yeah. the glamour is everybody cool with that oh Dismissing? yeah because yeah. it takes effort on billy's part to keep it going i'm like i'm too tired in this place yeah maybe as soon as you land on that rock it just oh, like yeah mm-hmm. it was done oh yeah. yeah that makes sense like it just you hear it sh- you hear the illusion shatter in the ferry just like <laughs> tsh- 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 uh, so yeah, everybody looks themselves again, dirty, mm. ragged. Awesome. Uh, oh man. Okay. So here we are beneath the heart tree. Do we see anything? Yeah, what do it... we see? Oh, trap expert. Trap Ooh. expert would be a good move. 11. Okay. 11. So you get three hold. Is there a trap here? And if so, what activates it? I don't think so. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. I do not believe there is a trap here. I, it feels spooky. That's yeah, because that's the only time you've ever said that. Yeah, and you know what that means is that well, there is a trap here, and we're in it already. Yeah, <laughs> like I mean, I figure Billy's like I figure, but you know, I just want to double check. Yeah, come on, no, 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 make no mistake. Whatever is at the center of this tree wants you there. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's almost like too easy to get there. Mm-hmm. We could just stand here and get there. Yeah. Yeah, as the earth like roils beneath your feet a little bit and you move like imperceptibly forward. So I guess because we're in the trap, what does it do when activated? Okay, so you like even through the little light that you are casting with your tiny little sunstone torch, you know that if you go to the center of this tree, Mm -hmm. wherever this darkness lies, you will get everything you could possibly ever want. Nice. <laughs> Billy? <laughs> Did you hear what it said? Yeah, the, yeah Billy. Yeah, we heard what Sean said. Yes, <laughs> Billy, you are not to keep walking. Billy, this is a bad place. Anything it's telling you is wrong. Right. Everything is wrong, even though I want it. <laughs> what else is hidden here? Within the dirt walls, uh-huh. within the soil and the roots, things move. Like what? Creatures dangerous ones that have been drawn you think to the darkness oh shit things that live beneath the earth 
you see you out of the corner of your eye a flash of legs. Spider? Carapace. What is it that? Shining oh insectoid segments burrowing through the dirt. Millipedes, centipedes, the like. Ew. The worms in my hair are like moving around a lot. Oh, <laughs> gross. Gross, Billy. Billy. You have to let Billy's, us bathe you. Billy's pulling them out. I don't like it anymore. Oman's like, whoa. Yeah, do you throw the knowledge worms out? No, those two can stay in. But. Just the regular earthworms yeah. that I've put yeah, in there. Yeah, the regular worms. And they immediately, they, they hit the floor and they start digging immediately. Blech. Almost as, the, as if they're afraid. Can't believe I ever let those on me. Ugh. The tremors of your footsteps seem to be drawing things near as in the walls and the ceiling and the floor earth starts to move Uh, chittering sounds can be heard whoa 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 should i back up the light of your sunstone torches seems to be keeping these things at bay but you know if they get even a shred of an opportunity they will take it so we keep casting the sunstone torches about and things recede further into the roots yeah that's what i fucking thought thought. (laughs) so you are safe for now so, like, the thing that we can kind of interpret is that everything is iconically controlled right now. Mm-hmm. Maybe not everything. You can't be certain that the things in the, in the dirt are controlled iconically or mm-hmm. just attracted to this place. Okay. The so things that are attracted to the evil places and the... Yeah, the dark, secret, hidden things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they do seem large and they do seem dangerous. And they've been feeding on the roots of a knowledge tree for God knows how long. Oh, yeah. Which, like, we know it affects the way things develop. Yeah. Do you carry on? I I, I do want to ask a couple of questions. Yeah. So, I have uh, Iron Will. When you are subject to mind control or magic that influences your feelings, you may choose to take 1d4 damage, ignore his armor, and ignore the influence. Interesting. Then, yeah, you can choose to take 1d4 damage. You will not be able to resist this with your armor, though. Yeah. yeah, so I can take 1d4 damage and, like, absolutely disregard the effect of, like, whatever it is at the core of the tree. At least on your emotions. Okay, so, like, the hunger that other people are feeling, I, I can kind of be clear of that? Yeah, I guess so. Okay. Cool. Tuck wants to do that. Roll a d4, which is the pyramid. One. One, One damage. Nice. How do, what, is, what does Tuck do? How does this work? Um, I've never used it before, so I have to think about it now. I also wonder if like TLC mediates it a bit. I think that you initially think that that's what it is. Uh The protection of TLC. Okay. But you feel so completely disconnected from whatever it's attempting to do. Uh Like it's like it's talking to somebody else. Uh Uh-huh. And it just rolls right off you. Yeah. I think there's like a kind of like... When Tuck was a kid, there was like a place he would go in his mind that was like an empty place Mm -hmm. that like when stuff was bad, he could just like not feel anything. Yeah. Yeah. Just a, just a comfortable nothingness. Yeah. A total absence of self. Yeah. I think, and I think he kind of like, just like uses that again. (laughs) Weaponized dissociation. (laughs) Yeah, totally. (laughs) It's like, forget it. I'm nothing. Yeah. Great. So yeah, your mind feels clear. And you see Billy like rubbing his hands together like it's all in front of me if I want it. <laughs> and Tuck like he pulls a like a puzzle box. He has the puzzle box still oh. and he wants to distract Billy with mm. it just in case. <laughs> Be like, Billy, I think there might be something really cool in this puzzle box. What? No way. Yeah. <laughs> I think something real cool is in here. I think there's that he shakes it. I think there might be a bunch of marbles in this puzzle box. No, wait, give that to me. I don't know, Billy. I want this. Oh, oh, what what do you want for it? You want to ride on my shoulder while you try and solve it, and then we'll split the marbles if you do solve it. Do I get 70%? Okay. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Okay, yeah. Okay. Okay. He gives it. He's even haggling. 70%. 70%. What kind of split is that? Is he haggling (laughs) with marbles? So Uh, I give it to him and I put him on my shoulder just so I can keep him a little closer. You just let me win, Tuck. (laughs) You idiot. I gotcha. In Tuck's head, as a parent, he has that thing where he's like, fuck you, you (laughs) little fucking 
bitch. <laughs> I'm going out of my way to help you right now. <laughs> and Billy's just like making fun of Tuck, like, wow, I really got one over you. Really got steamrolled. Like, <laughs> you lip cock. <laughs> Uh, okay so actually now that this has been reintroduced something to consider is billy trying to solve the puzzle cube yeah so the puzzle cube was broken oh yeah by tuck but is billy still able to work on it yeah he's just like there must be another way 2d6 plus wisdom eight you know what against all odds Billy, you're like investigating this cube and you're like, there's got to be more to this. And you know what? I think it's partially because you've like met Morris now. You've hung out with Morris who made the puzzle box. You're oh. like, fuck me. There is more to this. Oh, there is. Like it's not just a physical thing. It's like an orthogonal object. So there's Whoa. metaphysical space to be messed with. So I'm like, okay, so I know there's a drawer in here that goes way further than it looks like it goes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's a drawer that you had that you Bing, Bing feels in the fanny pack around his waist. He's like, whoa, what the hell was that? <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Yeah, so there's like, yeah, Billy has actually discovered some sort of metaphysical yeah, aspect. Yeah, he squeezed his hand into like this crack in it and it's like going really deep. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Where's this coming out? Tucky side eyes and he's like, eh, it's probably better than him looking at the creepy crawly <laughs> things that are trying to kill us. <laughs> so we'll keep that in mind. Billy, we keep walking down the tunnel as Billy is yeah. uncovering this magical puzzle he's box. He's looking for marbles. Yeah, he's his- like singing a song to himself. Uh-huh. It's like when you give your kid a, like, you clock that there's a bad accident on the highway and you're like, hey, do you want to watch a video for a second? (laughs) (laughs) What's Ving feeling in all this? I think Ving, like, if Billy just feels like the influence and Tuck is, like, disconnected from it, I think because it's, like, iconic and spiritual, you feel like you're in front of a speaker that's cranked to the maximum but isn't playing anything. Like, it's that, like, like, it's just a discord. Yeah, what do you what like? What do you think Ving is feeling? Because I think this is a this is a horrible place for a spiritualist to be. Like he's drowning in all the sounds of these awful and the voices of these awful creatures. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, you can hear them speaking. The foul dirt and roots and the air in here is just mm-hmm. like saying all the same thing. Yeah, like there is no hope. Yeah, it's just so it, it. Even if he's not feeling it himself, if whatever isn't in there is not affecting him personally, mm-hmm. he just you know it's just like the voices are telling him. Yeah, absolutely. So you can hear like the whisperings of the things in the dirt. It's kind of driving him mad a little bit. Yeah, because they're just telling you there is no hope, there is no escape. You yeah. will die here. And I think it's the same thing that Billy was feeling. Like outside the light of the sunstone torch, you feel that like powerful need to have all of your wishes granted no matter the cost is the thing at the heart of the tree white privilege (laughs) (laughs) oh my god billy we have to go (laughs) come with me my boy jessica and i are naturally impervious to it (laughs) but paul you just gotta reach out your hand brother just take it take what is meant for you i'm coming i'm coming i mean here's the thing whatever you are looking for this tree this force is not going to try and stop you it wants us uh well billy's like like fiddling with the puzzle box can i see any of the knowledge tree roots down here Mm, great question is there anything that that can be read off them i think you do see runes on the roots but much like the heartwood itself they are so old and twisted and gnarled that it would take some real investigation to actually glean any information from them because they're grown over. Can I, can I use a move? You can. You can spell lore. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh God. Four. Four. That's a failure. <laughs> Just had the physical affect of a cartoon hamster when she... <laughs> <laughs> that is how she gets when she's nervous. Yeah. <laughs> You look like a cartoon hamster who's denying somebody alone. <laughs> yeah. So I think that you like stand up on Tuck's shoulder. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, there's roots. And then you're like kind of walking around on, on, Tuck's on Tuck, like you normally do because you're small and he's big. Right. You reach up and you like grab a root because uh-huh. you're trying to get a closer look at it. And the root itself comes loose and dirt falls from the ceiling. Like a great amount of dirt falls down on you and obscures the light. Oh, no. From your sunstone torches for just long enough for the things in the soil to strike. 
Oh, wait. Um, hold on. Stri- strike, first. strike first. Oh, yeah. Shoot, shoot first. Yeah, you cannot be surprised. No, I cannot. So what do you do? Is there anything on me? Oh, I still have like little shovels. Oh, you've still got weapons for yeah, sure. So yeah. I just start swinging the shovels around. Yeah, great. Like little blades. Totally. Mm. So this could be a sneak <laughs> yeah, attack. shoulders. Yeah. Because you're basically acting before. Oh, yeah. You're swinging blades around <laughs> while on top of Tuck. <laughs> oh. So you see like an insectoid head, uh-huh. like bigger than your body. Disgusting. Start bursting out of the wall Ew. in front of you. And you get to strike first because you have to shoot first. And stab it in the eye. Seven. Okay. So on a seven to nine with backstab, what do you get? I get to choose from one. So, you know, I'm going to deal my damage plus one D6. Okay. So you deal a D8 and a D6? Yeah. Six and a six. Twelve damage? Yeah. Holy shit. Is this thing dead? <laughs> so it's, it's not dead dead. The reason it's not fully dead is um, as you're like stabbing at it, it's got these like huge crushing mandibles and its jaws are like dripping with some sort of viscous fluid. And it's got, you know, gross a bug goo. eyes. And it's got goo. It's got goo for <laughs> sure. And you stab into it, but you're you're basically like, you can tell that you got really lucky dealing this nearly mortal blow because you missed all of the hard gray carapace that this thing is covered in. But it was able to turn the blade away in just such a fashion that you weren't able to kill it outright. But it's basically dead. And two more. One bursts from like the ground behind Ving. Oh, and Ving. another from the uh, wall behind Tuck. Let's go to Ving. You see Billy like stab this horrible bug. There's a moment where there's nothing happening. And then Billy's like killing a thing moving so fast. What do you do? Um, I take out one of my vials of my element bandolier. Oh, yeah. And I have a bunch of iron filings. Mm-hmm. And I want to elemental form and pours it on his hands. And then he raises his hand up, and as he's bringing it down, it forms into his spear that's stuck in the cave. Oh, oh cool. Yeah. And he clasps it and then brings it down onto the bug's head. That's oh, fucking sick. That's sick. So cool. I so- also imagine that you wouldn't even pour it. It's just like break glass in case of emergency. Oh, I love that. Oh, you just like yeah. rip it off and smash it in your and hand. And it just, oh just forms like, into a spear? <laughs> yeah. That's Fuck fucking that. cool. Instant. I can like, with my other hand, I pull it out. Yeah. Shing. So sick. So then is this elemental mastery then? Elemental form. Okay. Because I'm transmuting a part of my body into a form made from the raw elements, the spear, I roll plus con. Okay. Uh, I rolled a 12, and my con is, two, I got 15. Okay. 15 is unreal. That's oh, yeah. massive. This, I imagine it is like very sharp, but also kind of thin, because oh, it's like yeah. filings just out of this metal. So you've got this metal javelin in your hand. You look like T-1000 right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> it does. He brings it out of the side of his body and slams it into the top of a bug's head. Hell yeah. So uh, I guess you just use one of your hold. Yeah. So I now you've got two hold. hold and then roll a D10 to deal your damage. Eight. Eight. Okay. So it is a pretty solid blow. This big, like almost cockroach looking thing, but with like crushing horrible mandibles and dripping jaws. It's got a little flip up kind of almost earwiggy like tail on the back where it's Gross. like not a big whipping tail because they yeah. live in caverns. They have those long crab claws. Yeah, totally. Uh, and it comes out of the earth and you form this spear and stab true and punch your spear right through one of its carapace plates and you have to like yank it out, but it screeches and like a dripping smoking liquid pours out of its body. Mm. Yeah. Fucking gross. These things are gross. But it is still alive. Tuck. You've got one coming out of the wall right next to you. What do you do? Yeah, Tuck goes, gross! And he punches it really fast. <laughs> Man, that's so much so easier. <laughs> Hack and slash. He gets so startled. That's yeah, really scary, yeah. <laughs> uh, do I have any special things that I can do to fucking kick this thing's ass extra? Oh, man. I think you've just got punch. Yeah. Just punch. Just yeah, punch. It's such big punch. <laughs> just it punch. is a big punch. I mean, so, you have Terry, Larry, and Chad punch. That's true. Yeah, but I just punched it with my He just guys. said he punched it with his hands. So it's uh, 2d6 plus strength like for hack and slash. punching it with an axe in your hand. <laughs> yeah. your axe hand. Okay, here we go. 2d6 plus strength. Fuck. Stop betraying me, dice. Oh, 13. 13. Whoa. Yes. Okay, awesome. so. Go ahead and roll your damage. Eight. Eight. What's uh, the special thing that I can deal more damage? I can, I can choose to put myself in danger to just deal more to damage. To deal an, an additional 1d6. Yeah, I'll do it. Fuck it. Kill the fuck out of this thing. Because he like he punches it right in the mandibles. Yeah. 
And then he goes, Ew! <laughs> punches it again. <laughs> Six. Wait, so how much damage did you deal overall? 14. It's the magic number. Uh, Hell yeah. So you go, gross! <laughs> you punch this bug. You, know, you punch it and you're like, hey, let's go go! Punch it as a, as a head like almost as big as your chest like comes out of the wall and you punch it and it screeches as your massive fist crushes plates on its face and it spits at you Ugh. and this smoking liquid hits you like kind of in the shoulder chest and starts to sizzle and burn. Whoa, How much whoa. damage did I do? Uh, I rolled a D8. D8. Oh, God, no. And that's a three. Okay, uh, so that's going to be four, because you take plus, you play, take an additional damage. Oh, yeah. Right. So you get spit on, and your flesh starts smoking and spitting. And then he goes, gross, and he whips it off. He's like, this thing's so gooey. <laughs> and then you just crush it with your other fist, and it is dead. Billy, mm-hmm. you're kind of stuck in this one with your little trowel, but it's freaking out. Tuck is just turned very rapidly mm-hmm. and only because you are basically connected to the bug in the ceiling do you not fall off immediately your feet just kind of twist on tuck and you land back on your feet yeah but what do you do am i on the ground no you're hanging like your trowel is like in this thing that came out of the ceiling oh i try to twist my body around so that the trowel twists inside mm. the gross bug head <laughs> yeah look at hack and slash crocodile death roll that, yeah that's exactly what i do 12 sick. okay well, yeah, roll, sick. You roll your damage Goodbye, motherfucker. I got a seven. Yeah, that'll do it. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, how does Billy kill it? Um, like a Vitamix I, inside I his body? basically look like a graceful, big, fat crocodile spin around. And yeah, like the brain goo just like comes out everywhere. Yeah. I basically turn into a blender. Oh, man. Oh. It, you spin so much that your blade comes loose. There's yeah. just nothing solid for it to hold on yeah, to I anymore. onto the ground. I'm like, yeah. nice. And this thing is like <laughs> hanging out of the ceiling. And the one that Tuck destroyed is hanging out of the wall. And when Billy goes, goodbye, motherfucker, Tuck's like, what did you say just now? I <laughs> and said- says, Billy, language! And then he kicks the body as hard as I can to try and dislocate my bug's head from his Yeah, body. totally. Hack and slash. Ice, 10 plus strength plus 12. 12, so roll your damage. Fucking sick. Four. Four. Uh, so four is not quite, not quite enough, but you do, you connect with it and it like, you basically kick and as you're kicking at it, it is like diving back into the ground. You just kind of glance it as you, as you connect. Wow. Good old fashioned hack and slash. Eh? It's been a while. Yeah, man, this is a problem that we were facing before because we're trying to think our way into situations. <laughs> yeah. We should just be punching our way into situations. Punching and cutting our way into situations. It, it always works every time. Every How time. Come? I never wield my spear with a great might. Never. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As you're all like, this is a great idea. Billy's covered in viscera. <laughs> Tuck's arm is like melting. <laughs> my toes are turning black and blue. <laughs> and Fing has like a metal spear corroding his hand. <laughs> Man, this is great. <laughs> This is what we're good at. Yeah. High five. High five. Clang, <laughs> clang. So this thing is not by the thing spear stabs me in the hand. <laughs> through the- <laughs> uh, so five down. <laughs> Just well, I gotta finish the high five. As this creature burrows into the dirt, are you assuming that it's running away? Are you just treating this as like we're good to go? Yeah. I guess. Yeah, Ving, you weren't able to kill your thing. It just it, it ran away. Yeah, thanks, Sean. <laughs> uh, that sucks. I, he starts digging with this iron <laughs> thing. Get back here, you filthy fuck. But no, the, he'll die. You, the, that was a pretty... That was a pretty good hit. Guys, you saw that. He'll die, right? He'll <laughs> die for sure. He's, he's dying die. the worst death of all three of them. Yeah, he probably he's probably going to go home and then murder-suicide one oh, of those probably. other bugs. <laughs> yeah, like, probably. You see that stinger he's got? He's probably stinging himself right now. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah. And probably took out he probably went back to the hive to kill the rest. Yeah. yeah. I think so. <laughs> Murder suicide. Yeah, the other bug. It's weirdly dark. <laughs> it's so dark. He's, you said that to an eight year old dude. <laughs> Billy knows all about yeah, murder I know suicide. Uh yeah, okay. So you have you have resisted the 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 attacks of the things in the earth. For this long. Yeah, tech scans now. scans the torch around. Yeah. Just to be like, get back, motherfuckers. Yeah. Or we'll murder suicide all <laughs> of you. <laughs> so it's only a few more minutes uh, of walking in this horrid place, but you do exit this cramped tunnel into a larger chamber. The light of your torches reaches up. This place is like, though the earth has cleared mostly. 
it's now even more full of roots. Like the room is quite large, but there are roots of varying sizes arcing all over the place. Mm. And like filamenty roots too. Like Yeah, smaller ones that sort of like crawl across the ground and then large ones that like plunge into the earth. Whoa. And this is all the like the heart tree? Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you realize Ving especially, and Billy, because you're so connected to these kinds of places as a fairy, these roots, the roots that you are now standing within, extend throughout the great forest. Like, this is the center of it all. Can I put my hand on one of these roots and just hear what it sounds like? Yeah, absolutely. I do that. What do you desire? You feel in your, like, spirit, in your soul. I desire the hunger within the tree to leave this place forever. No. Hunger is natural. Want is natural. All things want. What do you want? Ving. To be free. I can give you that. I'm coming. And you take your hand off the root. So? <laughs> what, did, what did you hear? That was, yeah, really, that was really intense. What was it? Uh, it asked me what I wanted and I said I want to be free. I didn't even know I wanted that. I don't know what that means. And it knew my name and I said I'm going there. I don't know. Mm, okay. It's getting... It's getting delicious in here (laughs) i feel like yeah i guess tuck like stops for a second and he sees i like he's resisted it but Uh he sees how much it's affecting the two of you to be in this space so he's just like is this maybe too dangerous for us to just like go head first into it yes i can say yes from having touched that yes it is bringing us inside so it has the upper hand whatever it is how do we gain an advantage here we could all have ghost root there's two more Mm -hmm. pieces that's true oh yeah why don't you guys have some of this ghost root but i also feel like we should all know what it is what we want yeah so that we're like prepared oh yeah so we can resist it Hmm. billy touches it bing touches it too because the thing talker with the ring yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. so you can all tap into it Mm -hmm. what do i do what do you want? I want to... What do you really want? I want to sleep. I can give you that. I don't believe you. You should. Ooh. <laughs> Whoa. Really, let's go. He's like, I don't like that. You just want to sleep? Oh, I'm just get tired. Do you want to... Do you want to... <laughs> Tuck pulls out the Bjorn. He's like, do you want to get in the Bjorn? <laughs> Not right now. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. That's okay, buddy. You don't we don't have, have to. to talk about it. He starts like kicking the tree like, stupid, stupid tree. <laughs> stupid one tree. <laughs> stupid fucking tree. Yeah. Just little foot like. That's <laughs> <laughs> doing nothing. Uh, mm. Okay, yeah. Tuck tries it. He like touches the tree. The tree does not speak to you. Do I hear anything? You do not. Whoa. Is it because of the ghost root? Was it because of the ghost root? Could be the ghost root. Could be that feeling of it rolling over you. And then Tuck realizes how fucking weird that is. So he goes, I want chicken. (laughs) (laughs) Billy nods like very seriously. Just pretends. (laughs) Bing knows he's pretending. (laughs) Yeah, Ben can he, he, hear he the tree. Yeah. All right. He hears. <laughs> and then Tuck says shit. <laughs> he and just he, rolls his eyes like, all right. And Tuck doesn't clock that Ben can tell that he's like, <laughs> he pulls his hand back. He's like, whoa. <laughs> Bing like ostensibly looks over the tops of his glasses at Tuck, even though he's not wearing glasses. No. And, and then Tuck goes, that was scary. <laughs> 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 oh yeah you <laughs> I don't want to do that again <laughs> that's, that's really what you want the most <laughs> oh yeah I love chicken <laughs> I would do anything for it 
<gasps> that I believe. <laughs> I believe that. He starts, he's like, whoa. <laughs> he starts pretending to be possessed. <laughs> I would do anything. <laughs> oh, no, it's got him. It's got him. <laughs> Todd, come back to us. <laughs> oh, no. I'll, I'll take a lick of this ghost trip. I'm better. <laughs> <laughs> mm, tastes like chicken. <laughs> <laughs> so your your plan, Billy and Ving, is to take some ghost root. I guess so. I feel like Billy's gonna eat like half of one of the roots. Yeah, because he's small. I think if you want the effect, you're gonna have to take a full dose. Oh, it's so spicy in my mouth, though. <laughs> you got it, Billy. I can give you. I stole some yogurt from the mess. Do you want to dip it? <laughs> I already ate it. <laughs> oh no! Okay, yeah, you just gotta eat it how it is. Then. I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> I Do found it granola? in your backpack already. <laughs> it's already granola. You cleared us out of snacks, bud. I, I, I did the thing that uh, Ron Swanson does. <laughs> I smelled it in your bag before I even parked my car. <laughs> I already ate it. It's gone. I ate everything. <laughs> what a great runs away character. Yeah, so you got a full dose it if you want the full if you want the effect. Very well. So you are now, and Ving is taking one as well? Yes. You are out of Ghost Root. This is not good. But you do feel a mitigation in the like creeping dread that you've been feeling since you've been here. Okay. Hmm. The whispers of the tree are quieted momentarily. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Carry on. Sally forth. Yeah. It can't affect us as much anymore. I already feel the need for chicken. Receding. <laughs> <laughs> And I will fight it. I promise both of you. I love you both more than chicken itself. I don't believe you anymore. I'll never believe you again. (laughs) Okay. So you approach the center of the tree, which we've discussed. The trunk is as large as the house from home alone. So big. So big. I feel like the chamber that we're in is like, it's like a big chamber and there's roots going upwards. Uh-huh. Yeah. And the actual center of the tree, we kind of have to climb up. Yeah. Into. That makes sense. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah I like to that. think of how, yeah, there's roots and then we just come up to the thing. But that makes sense if it's a hollow, we're in a cave hollow underneath uh-huh. mm-hmm. some of the root system is. Yeah. 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 So we okay. come up to the, from the bottom of the uh-huh. tree. That well, makes sense. How are you climbing this root structure? If like, that is what you are choosing to do to approach so the heart of the quickly. tree. quickly. Mm-hmm. All right. So 2d6 <laughs> plus dexterity for quickly. Wait, for all of us? For you. Because you said nine. quickly. Nine. Okay, seven and nine. How are you doing it? Um, climbing wise? Yeah. I'm uh, doing constitution. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So you're just uh, yep. uh, uh, physical training. Uh. And I'm climbing hard as fuck. So strength. All right, great. I don't know why I gave you all the opportunity to min-max your climbing roll, but I'm here we cl- are. I'm climbing in a really charming way. <laughs> Ooh, like, I love climbing. Well, he's like flexing his biceps a yeah. bunch. Clenching your butts. Oh, you do a lot of like those like um, chin-ups where you like pull your whole body the up. muscle up. Yeah. 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 A full-on muscle up. Yeah. <sighs> and then Billy tries and he can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> Tuck's tensing all the right muscles. <laughs> he like looks at Vic. <laughs> oh, somebody's in a cut face. <laughs> wow. Uh, oh my God. I built it up so much. He said we should have been concentrating on climbing. <laughs> you charismatic it. fool. I rolled a three. Oh and I have three strengths. So it's six. Can I'd some, aid. Can somebody you help? don't deserve this aid, Ving says as he aids. 2d6 plus bond. Oh, seven. That's incredible. Wow. So Tuck reaches up and gra- and he's like, ooh, <laughs> look at me. <laughs> Just pulling one hand, like looking yeah. at us. Like, and then you're, yeah, the, you're on like snaps a little bit and you wow. start to fall. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and I imagine Ving just woof, catch, catch, hand out, snap. Billy is also doing a seven to nine. So you get, you try and do a, a Superman muscle up uh-huh. and you um, shock yourself by pulling yourself all the way up. Oh, I did it. But like <laughs> some sort of tether ball, you start to flip over the other side Whoa. and you begin to fall. What do you do? Whoa. Um, he <laughs> digs his nails in. Okay. 2d6 plus strength, I guess. Seven. Okay. I get a lot of splinters. <laughs> You take, roll a d4 for mm-hmm. splinters. Buddy, we gotta cut those things. <laughs> one. You take one damage as your hands get splinters in them. Ow. But you save yourself from falling. But I am h- hung upside down, kind of. By your nails. Yeah. 
Can I go get them? Yeah, you've already you've succeeded at your climbing. You're going to just whoop grab them off their little. Root. I just put you up on a root. I don't carry you all yeah. the way. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, Ving. Nah, don't be. Part of climbing up is falling down. Yeah, you're right. And you climb these roots, the lattice work of this ancient tree, the support structure of the entire forest. These roots have seen the rise of a region spanning civilization over thousands of years and has held the knowledge of tens of thousands of elves. And as you climb, the roots like arc above your head and rise up from beneath you, creating this chamber that's almost church-like, a cathedral of rock and stone and wood and dirt. And you're approaching the heart of things. Do you stop? No. No, we gotta keep going. Ving has such a dichotomous feeling in his chest of despair and warmth and love and belonging and abyss. And you carry on into this, like, cathedral. Wait, before we go, I I stop Ving. I'm like, are you cool to keep going? This yeah. stuff affects you more than the rest of us, and there's a bunch of family shit tied up in it with you, too. I mean, we have to. Part of it is we have to, and uh, I feel like I need to. Okay. So you reach a more level section that allows you to stand on your own two feet and walk forward as you do the roots that form the archways and walls of this place, this chamber. The shape of the roots becomes different, creating... What at first reminds you of like flowing water or the branches of a beautiful tree, but then suddenly brings to mind the image of chains. Mm. And before you, you see a body <gasps> hanging by the wrists, wrapped in roots, Whoa. supported around the chest, locked in place. Pale, pallid skin, a frail body, long, dark gray hair hanging in front of a face and the chest sticking out an arrow <gasps> of dark wood oh fuck oh no and before way. you hangs the body of Nathaniel fang zumba what what oh. what do you do wait so who's up there i want to discern realities 2d6 plus wisdom. Oh, fuck. Whoa. Oh, fuck. Nine. You get one uh, question. Can I help no. you? <laughs> 2d6 plus bond. Uh, eight. I like the, can Billy just hold my hand? Yeah, Billy holds your hand. <laughs> yeah. This like tiny little hand uh, comes up. This is my dad dead and you, I'm a dad, dad feeling. Uh, what? What's happening? <laughs> you go, <laughs> I'm actually <laughs> flustered. This is, Whoa. who's really in control here? So, thinking about the information that you have so far, you are reminded of the fact that there is a piece of obsidian somewhere in this tree, and that it is not a coin, and your eyes are drawn to the shaft of the arrow and the head that must be within. Whoa. Whoa. What here is not what it appears to be. If this is your father, truly this is your father. The other man that I've been talking to is not. So who was it? The Gibbous Man. There, that's fucked. That, who, what the fuck, that can't be true, no right? Way. I kissed him on the lips. <laughs> <laughs> when? I've been jerking off nonstop to this guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Is it the Gibbous Man? Who else could it be? Oh, what? Is he dead? He's breathing. <gasps> He's alive. Whoa. What's about to happen? you That's four questions. No, we, no. we only Is he two. dead? You gave that for free. Yeah, you gave that for oh, free. Oh, you yeah. fucking yeah. Aladdin-ass <laughs> genie motherfuckers. <laughs> He's not, it's not one of the questions. That's not one of the questions. You didn't have to. You just gave it up for yeah. free. What is about to happen? Oh, that is a great question. You're reminded suddenly of a cough and a fart. Oh. Oh. Fuck. Somebody else is here. They're coming. How would they find us? I don't know. We found our way here. 
They're being drawn by the same thing that we are. We all get Nathaniel out of here. I don't think you'll be doing that. <gasps> you turn. Wendy. Oh! What have you done? Only what I had to, Ving. Which is? Get my vengeance. On who? Everyone. Why? The people of this place, the court of the wood, they ruin lives. We are powerless under their rule. And I chose to take the power for myself. How short-sighted of you to think that you bringing this place down affects only this place. The entire forest, the entire north is sick and dying because of what you are doing here. Be that as it may. We will stop you. You will try. Shing. And she draws her bow. She has it. Well, she draws an arrow from her side. Mm-hmm. Is and it s- obsidian? You... Is she alone? It would appear. I didn't ask that question. Can I like discern realities? See discern anyone... realities in a fight is perfectly uh, perfectly normal. Because yeah. Wendy has not struck. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to see if there's anyone else here because it seems weird that she would come alone. Yeah. Oh, God, I just want one success. <laughs> Oh, These are the cursed such dice. Not a success. <laughs> I uh, got three. Yeah, beautiful. So you look around, uh, assuming, rightfully so, as an experienced warrior, there's no way that Wendy is here alone. And as you're like, who else could be here? You feel a blade sink into your back. Oh, fuck. And you hear someone whisper in your ear, easy, big fella. Viving? <laughs> Damn, one sec then. Hold on. Okay, but wait, you'd need to... He just has to look up yeah. how much damage he does. Oh, God. Do this. So what we're going to do, and remember, don't freak out when I say this. 2d10 and keep the higher. Oh, my God. Cuck. Oh. Four. So with your armor, it's just one, one damage. damage. Unbelievable. Like right beside the kidney. Yeah, exactly. Like it doesn't hit anything vital, luckily. Uh-huh. And you hear, does Tuck, Tuck makes a noise? Yeah, he does. He, he, like, he reacts like an animal. Yeah. He, like, wraps his arms backward and jumps back. <laughs> oh, shit. To smash the guy underneath his back. Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. That's hardcore. Yeah. Yeah, hack and slash. 2d6. And drive yeah. the knife further into your body. <laughs> wow. Fucking what, what is the, happening? This is not the day. Wow. I rolled six. Eight. Oh. Yeah. Can I aid? I guess you could, yeah, but you would be taking your eyes off Wendy. What about Billy? Billy could, could help, yeah. I could aid. Yeah. Uh, 12. <laughs> <laughs> the On an aid. Yeah. So how does Billy aid here? <laughs> um, this is insane. <laughs> well, Billy's small, so he's gone around the guy. Mm. I st- shove my shovel into that guy's foot. Okay. Oh, yeah, great. Sweet. Yeah. So that is enough that, like, he's trying to, like, twist out of your grip, and as he attempts he almost breaks like the little grip you have with your fingers uh-huh. and then he goes because billy stabs him in the foot and then i would like to shoot first okay great at so, wendy yeah so billy stabs this guy in the foot and so you deal your damage tuck one. Oh boy you are still gonna roll the 2d10 and take the higher oh shit because remember on a seven to nine right mm-hmm. yeah. he deals his damage he's got crazy damage yeah four so I only take one. Okay. So this is a re- very weird fight. He's trying to kill somebody that is very tough, and you are trying to kill somebody that is very hard to kill. Maybe <laughs> you don't jump and land on him. You just back him into a wall. Uh-huh. Jams yeah. a knife in him. He gets slammed. Like he throws off my balance. So you uh-huh. just stumble backwards into a root, uh-huh. and he goes, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, okay, Billy. Yeah, so when the guy like kind of falls over the, I don't know, the shovel blade, he's going to whip them at at Wendy, and he oh. would love to like basically have it slice her neck. <laughs> yeah, that's a good <laughs> goal to for have for sure. Two d six plus dexterity. Ten. Fuck. So okay. on ten plus, I get a clear shot, and I deal my damage. Yeah, which is a d eight. D eight. Yep. Please give me eight. Seven. Oh, Seven. I'll take it. Yes. Oh. Okay. So you just fucking missile a piece of the shovel yeah. ladder, and it does 
hit her like in the neck. Nice. Right in the throat, like the larynx zone. Mm -hmm. And it hits her and she coughs up a bunch of blood like instantly, just like, and then she drops into a crouch and darts into the shadows. I want to follow her. Yeah. Ving takes off after her. Okay. Yeah. Ving. Uh, so she is getting into the darkness. What are you doing to keep your eyes on her? I'm going to fight with honor and roll plus con and get some chi. 2d6 plus constitution. Come on, come on, come on. 10. Okay. So I get three hold. Yes. I think it's cross a distance between myself and a foe and deal damage to a foe within sight. Nice. Yeah. So how do you do that? I uh, uh, use my elemental form and throw the spear out of my hand mm. oh, oh sick because yeah you didn't use all your holds no oh, i didn't use God. all my holds Fuck so yeah i just send this whistling so you, you just you're spending your hold on that so you don't have to roll oh, yeah. it you just roll your d10 come on big one seven nice so enemies in dungeon world don't have the most hit points <laughs> yeah so oh wow is yeah. she dead you hear nothing, which you know means nothing with a ranger, but you can tell that you're... I didn't miss. You did not miss. I knew I got her. Yeah. So what do you find when you reach the spot that she was in when you fired? He comes up behind her and finds her standing, facing the wall Yeah. Oh. with the spike going through the back of her neck oh. and pinning the piece of the shovel that Billy through into her neck into the wall in front of her yeah and she's like fair warning listeners she's like trying to get off the spike mm-hmm. so she's like gripping the spear and like trying to pull herself off of it but and she he, can't you know in the end of ghost when he sees his friend and what's happened to him like ving is actually like he threw this thing but just out of like fear and like we need to stop her yeah and he's like oh wendy yeah totally and billy arrives stay there billy Oh, okay. I walk up slowly. She's bleeding out. And you walk around to her and you see her looking at you with just pure hatred. And she's trying to choke something out. And you hear through her life's blood. Your mother is. And then her vision unfocuses. And she's gone. And I think that's where we're going to end it for this week. I'm your game master, Sean O'Hara. Joining me as always, playing Tacoma Dome, the Barbarian, Abdul Aziz. So long. Playing Ving, the Half-Elf Druid, Paul Oppers. Take care. And playing Fat Billy, the Halfling Thief, Jessica Ty. Bye, everyone. Thank you to Aaron Reed for our intro and outro music. You can find all of Aaron's original music at aaronreed.bandcamp.com and all of the music produced for the show at soundcloud.com. Uh, If you want to support the show, you can do so with hundreds of other supporters around the world at patreon.com slash spoutlore or spoutlore.com slash money, please, uh, where you can get access to stuff like a bonus campaign set in the High Spear Mall using Blades in the Dark, merchandise. Every month there's writing and art and whatnot with the uh, Spoutlore Almanac, and at higher levels, even games run by Abdul and myself. Uh, Thank you most of all to all of you for listening. We'll see you next time. And so ends the tale of adventures three Who tried the best they can Though dumb and scared and lost they be For times abreast in revelry And though our journey may be like a conclusion We will not leave you without a rest Turn next week to hear some more whilst you commute or do your chores. And for you, I'd gladly.